I was a Hindu. I walked about 20 meters. God spoke to me. He said, Rindi, if you're not going to pray for this daughter of mine, I will manifest myself on any person walking on the road. He'll pray for her. She'll get delivered. But what about your salvation? Which doctor had come who was trying to control this girl with his magic spells? This girl broke the chains attacked. This witch doctor sat on his chest was strangling him. It took about 20 men to free him. At that very point of time, the power of God fell upon me and I started speaking in tongues. And as I was speaking in tongues, this girl got delivered. Can we talk about healings for a second? Yep. Do you believe that God wants to see every single person healed? Not everyone will get healed. Not everyone. But will it discourage me to pray for people? No. God does not work according to logics and formulas. He's God. He can work any the way He chooses to. You know, most of the people, they get discouraged. Prayers don't get answered. It's because they are praying according to their will. Uh, most of the people don't see signs and wonders. They believe, you know, this, this is for special anointed people. No, it's not like that. The first thing that a person who believes in Jesus Christ must do is learn to identify the voice of Christ. Welcome back to the Church X podcast. Today, I have something very special for you. So in 2022, two years ago, I had the opportunity to sit down and do an interview with a friend who is honestly the embodiment of what it means to be a person of action. There are things that have even transpired since we spoke two years ago that only continue to confirm that. The Bible talks a lot about people, right? People's intentions and their hearts, how you will know them by their fruit. And it was interesting when he was visiting, I sat near him and I listened to the things he was saying for about two weeks. And some of the things were hard to hear. It wasn't just like easy truths, but there was something in me that was just so drawn because I I, I could tell it was the truth and what he was speaking. I spoke to one person at when we were done one meeting who's like, I don't know if I believe that. And at first I was kind of shocked, but at the same time, I understood where they were coming from, but I kept coming back to that. What is the fruit of the person? And for two weeks, I personally watched as he loved on people, reached people wherever he went. Literally, he was on the way to my house for um, a meeting, like I don't like the middle of the week. And he just stopped for gas at, at the gas station right down the road for me. He starts talking to like the owner's wife and almost brought her to the Lord, like right on the spot. Um, comes back, knew her name, all this information. was like, hey, listen, this lady, this is all the stuff she's going through. And like, she needs people to be around her. So very genuine. Today is not an interview. If you listen closely, you're going to hear a masterclass. So we talk about why some prayers don't get answered, why we don't see as many signs and wonders. We'll hear about what was probably the most radical transformation story I've heard and uh, talk about how we have meditation all wrong. This is part one of my interview with Pastor Randy Matthews. Let's get to it. So yeah, it's all started in 1994. Before 94, I was a Hindu and um, on my 16th birthday, it was told to me, I was born in a Christian family though, but I be- chose to become a Hindu because on my 16th birthday, it was told to me that uh, we came uh, from the, you know, the, the family of the rulers, that my ancestors were the rulers of uh, the state that I lived in. And because we be- one of my ancestors became Christian, so... Uh, they were excommunicated from the family and like they were stripped out the royalty mm. because uh, of Jesus, because they they started following Jesus. So when I heard this, I was like, what a waste, like, you know, why would someone like give up his, uh, you know, uh, inheritance, his, his, his wealth and land and money and castles for following Jesus? It didn't make any sense to me and I, I became a Hindu thinking that that would get me back my inheritance. But it didn't happen, so it even make me made me more mad at Christ and Christians. 
to cut the long story short um i am a trained actor i finished my training and i wanted to move to mumbai where uh, which is uh, which was bombay then and uh, where the movie industry is i got a break in a tv soap and so before i went to soap mo- operas yeah, yeah really yeah, yeah, yeah wow what a story that's yes. crazy so i before i moved to mumbai i decided to go and visit my mother by but this time she had become a believer from a nominal christian to believer and uh, so she had moved to a very very remote location in up in the mountains in himalayas uh, in a place called kinnor and so me my wife uh, i was married and uh, i had a son so me my wife and my son took this journey to kinnor to visit my mother on her birthday so on a birthday when i went to get the groceries because i love cooking that's mm-hmm. my love language i love to cook for the people i love so i thought i'll cook a good meal for my mother so i went down to get some groceries so it was snowing heavily it was very cold uh, about 10 to 11000 feet above sea level uh, when i was going to the main street i saw about group of uh, 4 to 500 people gathered at one place and they were looking at something so out of curiosity i also just stopped and looked at what's happening so there was this girl 17 years of age tied up in chains and you know she was speaking in her language in her dialect i couldn't understand so i asked the person standing next to me what happened so what's what's going on and he said oh one she's possessed and she's got a demon and all and that demon is prophesy so i thought that's not my cup of tea i moved away from there but because my mother used to give a lot of testimonies of how in the name of jesus demons are cast out and how healings take place so i made a sarcastic comment in my mind saying if a christian was here i walked about 20 meters god spoke to me he said randeep if you are not going to pray for this daughter of mine i will manifest myself on any person walking on the road he'll pray for her she'll get delivered but what about your salvation so i was frozen away there for a while and so i asked uh, who are you and he said i'm jesus I went back running to this place where this girl was. By the time a witch doctor had come who was trying to control this girl with his magic spells. And uh, this girl broke the chains, attacked this, this witch doctor, sat on his chest, was strangling him. And it took about 20 men to, you know, free him. He got up and he made a list of sacrifices of goats and sheep which are to be offered to different gods and goddesses. So I asked him, I said, sir, if you can, you know, help her, help her. Why are you beating around the bush? He said, no, 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 you don't know the powers of the demons over here. And unless the sacrifices are made, she'll not be delivered. At that very point of time, the power of God fell upon me and I started speaking in tongues. And as I was speaking in tongues, this girl got delivered. You know, she she came running towards me. I thought, she's she's come to attack me. She's going to strangle you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she came and grabbed my hand. And as she touched me, God started revealing her past to me. And as I was telling it to the people standing, you know, over there, out from the crowd her mother and aunt came running towards me saying you are god you are god no one could know this but she said is this going to come back again i said no it's never going to come back again but if you need prayers my mother is a prayerful woman you can come and get prayed from her so this family came with me to my mother's residence when my mother heard what had happened she started dancing with joy that god has chosen you god has chosen you but you know i was not sure about that god has chosen me or not but i was excited too So I fixed meal for everyone they had supper with us and they all left and because I had to leave early morning 7 o'clock was so about 5 o'clock people started knocking at us I opened the window peeped outside saw about 70 to 80 people standing with torches in their hands I thought I was horrified I thought something went wrong with the girl and they have come to kill me or stake me so my mother asked 
me told me just ask them what they want so i asked what do you want they said does jesus live here i said yes he sure lives here but what do you want they said we have brought all the sick people and the possessed people from the village and we want him to do something anyways i opened the door they all came in and i thought my mother is going to pray and my mother is not praying she is asking me to pray i said i have never prayed in my life like how do i pray she said no you you prayed yesterday i said no i did not pray some words came out of my mouth well she i don't even remember what those words were tried making up didn't work i said to my mom if it didn't work this time they'll think i'm a fake and they will they will they will you know probably kill me she said no you trust in the name of the lord and the lord is going to do anything for mm. the glory of his name so i said all right so i started praying for people and god started healing them instantly you know it was like one trail going and the trail coming in so i ended up praying till 10:30 at night next day the same thing happened next day, this news spread like jungle fire and people from everywhere all you know in that district started coming to getting prayed for and getting healed and delivered so that's how it all started <laughs> in 1994 you know you said some things that a lot of people listening with a certain mindset mm-hmm. would say what what even in the world like for example number 1 you're not even a christian at this point mm-hmm. maybe people's opinion of what a christian is because mm-hmm. you were you're saying like yeah you were mm-hmm. you know, hindu at the time mm-hmm. and and then all of a sudden this voice came and that's mm-hmm. another thing that people would say well i don't think god speaks like that like you know what do you mean like mm-hmm. you need to go to another man who's going to tell you what god's will is mm-hmm. so it so it was in like an audible voice and you were just walking yeah do you believe that like your com- like your conversion happened in that moment when you listened to that voice Yeah, absolutely. When I heard heard that voice, and I asked, "Who are you?" and and he revealed himself as Jesus to me. I started believing in Jesus that very moment. Uh, see, people may have opinion about everything, yeah. but you know, remember when 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 Jesus was, you know, this 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 man who was brought down from the they broke the roof and brought him down, and Jesus said that your sins are forgiven. So everyone started, you know, questioning him like. who is he who's forgiving sin only god can forgive sin and jesus said what is easy is it saying your sins are forgiven or pick up your coat and walk and he commanded that man to pick up his coat and walk and started walking god does not work according to logics and formulas he's god he can work any the way he chooses to work. and the only way to get my attention was to you know speak to me Mm-hmm. only way that i could believe in god was that if he spoke to me if he did not spoke speaks to me or he did not speak to me i would never believe in him i rejected him and for me there was like this like no god existed it was just okay fine uh, you know you're born in a culture and you you follow that culture mm. but he himself revealed him, him to me and i'm sure that i'm sure that i'm sure that i am sure that i know what i'm speaking and i know who spoke to me it was god and then the things that happened after that the confirmation it was the confirmation otherwise like why why would this girl whom i don't even know you know i go over there and some words funny words come out of my mouth and this girl get delivered it's interesting to me too because yes so you had that experience that conversion but then there were signs that followed that absolutely and i feel like a lot of times maybe in my context like in mm. in some of the things that i see it's this yes i i said these words but then i'm going to live however i want to live and then there's no signs that follow sometimes and i'm not saying that we should chase signs always you know mm-hmm. because it's god who kind of initiates that mm-hmm. as well and then and then we just we just wonder like okay here i am and i've confessed jesus as my lord and savior but there's no signs and then we wonder why people 
are not wanting necessarily what we have because we're so busy trying to fit in with everyone else, you know? Mm. I also thought it was interesting too that when they came to your house, you had that that moment where you tried to do the same thing as before mm-hmm. and you tried to camp right there. Mm. And then you felt like nothing was necessarily like happening. And mm. I feel like that's maybe where a lot of people sit. I think myself included at the time, it's easy to be like, well, I did this in the past and this is what works. So maybe if I do it again, this is going to work and we get stuck in that routine, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, that takes me to the incident in the Bible where Paul and Silas were in prison and they were worshiping and their chains fell off and, you know, the doors of the prison were open. And the people, you know, that relate that so much with praise and worship that when you praise and worship, you know, your chains will be broken and this will mm-hmm. happen and that will happen. Like, You know, but that was, okay, that was an incidence and it can happen. But were Paul and Silas, that was the only time they were in prison. They were in prison many times. Paul was in prison and he got beheaded over there. But was he not praising and worshipping then? Mm-hmm. You know, that's, but we don't see that Bible records that every time they pra- worshipped and you know, praised and worshipped and the chains were broken and the doors were open. Like, I don't record. We try to put God in a box and we try to think okay this is how god is god will work no <laughs> god works according to his will you know and that's why it's so important to pray to god according to his will not according yeah. to us will and that that's the biggest because you know most of the people they get discouraged uh, why they don't praise uh, because their prayer don't get their prayers don't get answered and why they don't prayers don't get answered is because they are praying according to their will and that's what jesus jesus taught us when he was taught us his disciples to pray he said let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven not not my will be done on earth you know according to do whatever i want on earth uh, from mm-hmm. heaven and that's 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 a wrong prayer that's why we need to know what the will of god is and then pray according to that and when we pray according to what god is wanting us to do it will always come to pass talking about uh, you know you mentioned like you know uh, most of the people don't see signs and wonders because they believe you know this this is for special anointed people no it's not like that you know uh, mark chapter 16 verse 17 says these signs these signs shall follow all those who believe they will cast out demons in my name they will speak up uh, speak new languages they'll pick up uh, snakes with their hands if they drink poison it won't harm them they lay their hands on the sick and they will be healed these are the signs for believers not for for uh, any fivefold ministry or superstar preachers no it's mm-hmm. not like that mm-hmm. we try to we believe in that and that's the result we get because we are believing in a wrong doctrine and that's how we it will happen only uh, things will move according to what we believe if i don't believe in signs and wonders it won't happen if i believe in signs and wonders it will happen you know it's it's, uh, it's about our faith where i put it, where am i putting my faith can we talk about healings for a second yep. do you believe that jesus like god wants to see every single person healed not everyone will get healed mm-hmm. not everyone but will it discourage me to pray for people no Uh, we have seen so many healings but there are so many people who did not get healed it's not that everyone will get healed but i, I will not stop praying because someone is not getting healed okay it's between him and god mm-hmm. we need to realize it's not i who heal it's god who heals but i need to do what my part is and if i do what my part is then he will do what his part is but i will always sometimes like god will tell you to pray for people and they will get healed and sometimes i need to ask would i be you know praying for this person or should i be praying god you know give him strength what god is teaching someone from from a situation 
will my prayers change the will of God? No, my prayers does not change the will of God. That's why I pray according to the will of God. Mm-hmm. We must know our God is not a dead God. And if you're not expecting an answer from our prayer, then I, I should not be praying. So I will ask God, God, tell me whether I need to pray for this person's healing or whatever he's expecting in life. And if God says, yes, go ahead. I'll pray and I'll get the result. There are no formulas that yeah. work in healing. It's relationship. I was just going to say, do you find like a lot of people try to make things into formula a lot yeah. of the time? Yeah. yeah. So we can't, we can't say that God, like, you know, sometimes people say, okay, you, you take the word of God to God until you have said if you said he can say no also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As a parent, sometimes you say yes to your kids and sometimes for the very thing you say no. Mm-hmm. So the way you see it is like, listen, I'm going to pray for the person, yeah. and but the Lord's will be done ultimately. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll not give them false hopes. Yeah. You know, the, why we fail is that, you know, I'll do my part and I'm here to pray for you. Yeah. And I believe that God can heal. But if he does not, he's still God. You know, I am I, reminded of Shadrik, Meshik, and Abednego. While they were, before they were being thrown, uh, before they threw them in the furnace, uh, they wanted uh, them to bow before that image of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. And this is what they said. Our God is able to save us from that fury furnace. But if not, we will not bow. You know, our God is, God is able to heal us. If not, he's still God. I'll still continue to love him and worship him. You know, that's, that should be the attitude. And if that's the attitude, my God, then, you know, why, why people, people are afraid of death? You know, you, you start dying the day you're born. Every year we celebrate our birthdays, but we're forgetting that we're getting one year closer to our death. Yeah, we help it along with our diet sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone has to die. And I was talking to a friend, uh, like his, his wife is going through, like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, this, they've been given time that their wife is, his wife is going to die. So. Mm-hmm. So he was worried and he was crying and I said that come on like he'll be going today maybe you go tomorrow maybe you go before her <laughs> who knows right so so we ultimately we are we will die mm-hmm. we will die that's 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 uh, that's the reality one who's born of woman will die that's the reality and why we don't take it like you know why we don't uh, people 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 die in accidents, people die in sicknesses, people die. But because that's that's the way it is, the one who's born of woman will die. And uh, But that body is going to die. Mm-hmm. That person is going to continue his journey. So we must be thanking and rejoicing God for the time that we have on earth. And let's do what he's called us to do yeah. over here. And then prepare an exit. You know, prepare an exit plan. I, I have an exit plan. If I go, like, I'll go, like, you know, with no regrets. Thanking God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Paul said, for me to live is Christ is die, and die is gain. So mm-hmm. that should be our prayer too. I'm living, I'm living for Christ. If I die, praise God. And by an exit plan, do you mean like succession? Like, so the ministry continues Absolutely. and things like that? Absolutely. That's what Jesus did. No, He prepared his disciples and he told them that I'm going and I'm going for your good. Yeah. Because unless I go, he had an exit plan. Yeah. Unless I go, the Holy Spirit is not going to come. Mm-hmm. So he had a plan. He prepared his 12 disciples and then 70 others and then 120. Mm-hmm. And through them, then 3,000 men. And then, sorry, after mm-hmm. that, 5,000 mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. And the circle kept on growing and growing and growing. And look, you know, it, um, they were able to reach almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. In all the all the, all all the corners of the world, 
because of their obedience mm-hmm. he had a plan so we need to have a same plan mm-hmm. we will go if i go today what will happen of the ministry what will happen of the work i have i have plenty of disciples who want to carry on mm-hmm. yeah uh, we're going to be diving into later on a little bit of like house church it's definitely it's definitely challenged me personally in my faith it's changed a lot of my opinions and thoughts i've looked at things differently because of it but at the same time it's not like it completely discounts everything i've gone through in my life mm-hmm. it is kind of like i've noticed and i was explaining it kind of like the glue that is kind of bringing these different pieces together that's making mm-hmm. sense where stuff was lacking but i i knew in my spirit something was lacking but i mm-hmm. wasn't sure what it was Um, so we're going to be going into that, and I I know that you are very organized and planning, and you're thinking of that and very intentional, and you're talking about an exit plan, which is intentional. Were you always like a, a big planner, or is this something that you've had to like learn? <laughs> it evolved. I evolved. I was never a planner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just got evolved. Like you know, over the period of time, sitting with God, and when He's giving you a plan, <laughs> then you follow that plan, and that made me think more and plan mm-hmm. more. and one thing i've learned is plan without action is hallucination so if you if you don't if you just planning and doing nothing about that mm-hmm. and if you have a plan then write it down unless you write it down you'll never do it mm-hmm. don't think it's up over here and it will happen no unless you if you write it down and then you know act on that you know faith without action is dead so your faith whatever god is asking you to do write it down when you write it down act on it and once you act on it things will come to pass. How does that practically look for you though? So let's say you're walking through like the market or whatever and you you have this idea and you're like this is great. Mm-hmm. Do you initiate it right away or do you write it down and you say okay God like is this your plan for me? Is this just my random thought or is this your will that you're kind of downloading in me like how do you differentiate between something where you think's good or versus God's will? See I'm always clear when God speaks to me because I have mm-hmm. heard him speak before. So there's a clear differentiation. Absolutely. You know that when God speaks to you, when your father calls you, you know that's your father calling you. You don't have to say, "Oh, okay, it's my father calling me or it's my uncle calling me or it's my, you know, cousin calling me." You never get confused. Abraham was never confused when God spoke to him. God is asking him to sacrifice his son, he takes off. Then he's the same God is asking not to sacrifice him and he understood his God. He was not confused both time, but the command that was given to them him was totally opposite. but he knew it was god because he knew the voice of god and that's what jesus says my sheep knows my voice if the sheep of jesus does not know his voice they will just wander here and there the first thing that a person who believes in jesus christ must do is learn to identify the voice of christ then he will not get in oh is it me speaking or is it my thought is it devil who is speaking it mm-hmm. you know we need to train our ears to hear the voice of god and if we are not doing that i think so we are not you know christians how would you direct someone to do that like a disciple of your own like how would you introduce them to that idea and say like you should you should do this is that getting into the word is that absolutely spending time in prayer spending time in prayer and reading the word i read the scriptures until the scripture starts talking to me was it always that way where you clearly had this differentiation between god and your own thoughts no it was not like that Or that was something you built up to through it, spending it hap- time. Yeah, it happens because of relationship. Mm-hmm. You're married, right? Yes, I am. Yes. So you always knew the voice of your wife? No. <laughs> how did that happen? Out of relationship. Yeah, out of relationship. How would how would you identify the voice of God? Out of relationship. How does a, a child that is born knows his mother's voice? Out of relationship. It's it's there's no shortcut to that. There's no shortcut. 
if you're not spending time with god and expect to hear his voice i don't think so you'll ever identify the voice of god and that's what jesus meant when he's saying my sheep knows my voice because his sheep is spending time with him if his sheep is not spending time with him then probably they'll never know have you have you been with shepherds and sheep ever probably not formally i've been to a farm before yeah <laughs> well if you come to india i'll take you where, where shepherds go with the with the flock of sheep and it's a huge herd of sheep it's not like one mm. or two or 20 or 30 it's like in thousands and they they are up on the mountain mm. i have seen this i went to you meditate up on the mountain we call it kanda we up i went up over there and there were like 10 different shepherds parked at one place they're spending night together and the sheep are all mingled with each other and like grazing in the in the in the meadows and this shepherd gets up in the morning and he just whistles and he starts walking and all his sheep out of like 10000 sheep maybe he had 2000 they all gather behind him and start following him mm-hmm. and it was so evident to me this is how god is mm-hmm. we must follow god like this these sheep are following this shepherd they know his voice and it was so clear and it only happens when the sheep is spending time mm-hmm. with the shepherd i'll tell you in my life i made a bit of a mistake but thank goodness i recognized it mm-hmm. when i was younger and i'm mm-hmm. sure i have many more mistakes <laughs> to make and learn from but um it was my mom who modeled that mm. for me mm. who was always in the word like i would be getting up in the morning and then she'd already be reading her bible and stuff yes. like that and always be here from god but what happened because of that is i would then go to her mm-hmm. and i would say okay um i need prayer for something mm-hmm. and then we pray but really what i was saying is i want you to hear from god mm-hmm. for me in this yeah. situation yeah. yeah you know and then it wasn't until like before i realized okay you're getting older here terry like i don't want to have the relationship with my mom but not god mm-hmm. i want to have a relationship with god too right. you know where then things started to change one thing i've been thinking about recently cuz i i recently changed um job positions mm-hmm. and because of that my hours in the day I just feel like life is so busy. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but think that busyness is robbing us mm. from the life that a lot of us are supposed to live. Mm. And I'm not talking about busyness with like being kingdom minded, I'm talking mm. just business with Bus- everything else. Yeah. What would you say to someone though who is who's like feels like they're in that position and it's like listen, I like I know it's important, but they don't really know it in their heart that it's important to be hearing from God. Mm. Because when I hear you talking about hearing from God, I'm like, this is foundational. Because mm. without that, as mm. you said about the sheep, we're just going to be walking all over the place, stumbling yeah. over ourselves, doing whatever. It's, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, for the younger generation and life is demanding and, you know, they, they have their ambitions and goals and, and it sucks uh, you know life out of you all yeah. these things and 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 then you you're drawn into that guilt oh i'm not able to spend time with god i'm not <clears throat> able to read the bible what what i do because ministry is demanding and ministry is is also like you know so whenever I, uh, most of the time i i'm with my audio bible on hmm. i i hear if i'm driving i'll be hearing the word of god when i go to sleep i all put on earphones mm-hmm. and you know put the audio bible on and and allow the word of god to talk to me and uh, i find out ways you know yeah. be intentional about it yeah you know um, when you started dating your wife were you intentional about it or you said oh, if it happens happens i probably could have been a little bit more intentional full transparency at the beginning <laughs> but no i was i was intentional yeah and yeah. that's that what's needed in in relationship it's not how much time you give mm-hmm. it's it's the quality of time you give. Have you noticed that a lot of my questions almost seem like formula based? Mm, mm, mm. And that's just something I'm thinking of like there's a lot of stuff going on that I think of so I think I come from 
a background where there's a lot of formulas, you know? Mm-hmm. There are no formulas in the Bible. God, will, yeah. God surprises you with something new. Look mm-hmm. at this. Jesus comes on, you know, he's walking on water and comes to his disciples. And they think, and he's walking, when they see him walking on water, they don't think it's Jesus. They think it's ghost because this cannot be done. And they, oh, it's ghost. No, it's not ghost. It's me. Don't be afraid, right? So God, God will surprise you. Every time, and 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 don't. There are no formulas. There are no formulas. Mm-hmm. There's no formulas. The only formula is hear his voice and do what he's asking you to do. Yeah. Don't question that. Mm-hmm. Do it, and you'll see the result of it. But you, before you do it, you need to know that it's God speaking to you. So before you do that, you need to identify the voice of God. So how do you identify the voice of God by spending time with God, hang out with Him more often? You're know, going on a walk. God, talk to me. Mm-hmm. You, you know, be intentional about it. Mm-hmm. God wants to speak to us. He wants. To, that's why He sent His Son to break every, every, every barrier that was built by disobedience. And by obedience of Jesus Christ, He gave us access into this beautiful life that is that is new life in Christ. Do you feel that all of our relationships with God should be in the same way as if? Like, like you were, like you were mentioning, like hearing from God specifically, like Abraham hearing from God specifically. I don't find any other way in Bible, do you? Everyone heard the heard from God and did what He asked them to do, and that's why while He was going, you know, when He was departing, His final departing words were like, you know, oh my God, like you know, go and make disciples. That's the final command given by Him. Because you'll find if I said that to the majority of people I know, this is the answer I would get. You know, I hear God in my own way. Have you ever heard that before? Do you ever hear that? Yeah, and I say God, God does that. You know, you may have your own way. God does not. <laughs> well, that's very fair, actually. You know? <laughs> that's very fair. I, I like that a lot. See, sometimes we just want to hear what we want to hear. Yeah. And that's why we interpret Bible the way we want to. We don't, yesterday, like, you know, on Sunday, that's what I was trying to tell. You know, we don't read his word as the word is. We read his word the way, the way we are. Mm. We don't interpret the scriptures as the scriptures are. We interpret the scriptures as we are. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest mistake. We need to we need to understand it's God. <laughs> it's not just any you're not talking to anyone else. Yeah. It's God, and He's the final authority. Mm-hmm. And we are trying to put God in a box. He will work according to my you know <laughs> schedule and my you know uh, thinking and my way. No, His ways are higher than our ways. So we need to surrender ourselves. God, here I am. How do you get back to neutral then, so you can be able to hear from God, not with Terry's own opinion or Terry's own life experiences, but so that you're hearing directly from God. See, I, 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 I may read things, I may hear to different people, but I will take them, it's their thoughts, it's their interpretation, and that's not final. I'll expect more from God, and He's always got more. Mm-hmm. So He I will finally I will I will I will believe what God is asking me to. I may gain from your experience. I may be benefited from your experience, but your experience and my experience can be totally different. Mm-hmm. Of the same scripture, you know, you, you, God may speak to you in a different way and God may speak to me in a different way, which will benefit me in my situation and which will benefit you in your situation. That's why I'm saying it, there are no formulas. Don't, mm-hmm. don't put, try to look, okay, this is, this is the formula yeah. and found the formula, yeah. secret recipe of, yeah. you know, hearing. But one of my friends, he, you know, he, uh, wrote a book on revelations and the title of the book is revelation simplified and i was like 
you know joking with them I said they came in like come on like god made something so complicated and you're trying to you know simplify, simplify yeah. it like do you think like you know you're better than god what do you say to that <laughs> he like, was like no oh, randeep don't don't rubbish my book i've worked hard on it <laughs> don't rubbish my book. what i'm trying to say that everything that we want to decode now this is i found the final i decoded bible i decoded scripture you cannot mm-hmm. you, this is a person how can you decode a person mm-hmm. jesus is a person right mm-hmm. God is a person and he has created us in his image and he's we have been created in the likeness of God mm-hmm. it's just not like you know we've been everything the work of our creation is over no we have been created every day i am a better person than yesterday and i'll be a better person tomorrow there is always improvement or there is always a downfall i am a i was a worse person i am a worse person i'll get even worse tomorrow so we are born to lead that's what i say you know you are a leader i am a leader everyone who god chooses is a leader we are born to lead either we are leading them into into the kingdom of god or we are leading them into the kingdom of darkness we need to be careful what path we are taking because people will follow us it's very true from when i was younger i was always uh like charismatic mm-hmm. and when i was younger i didn't have the same spiritual maturity mm-hmm. and and i know i have a long a long way to go but um like people were kind of like drawn to me mm-hmm. but i didn't i didn't use that like for good necessarily mm-hmm. i i just i i guess some of it was maybe like self-serving mm-hmm. or or just like oh look at me or something like that mm-hmm. and, and now i see it um that it it was like this is a gift that has been given for a purpose and am i stewarding it or am i just throwing it away absolutely you know yeah and so i try to be very self-conscious about yeah. that see people don't know how to interpret the scriptures because they don't know how to meditate upon the word of god people think that reading the scripture is meditating upon the word of god no it's not like that it's not like that well then let's get into that then yeah. what is meditating on the scripture meditating on the scripture is where scripture is talking to you directing your paths and you got to sit calm you know the biggest thing that we need to do is and it's the most difficult thing be silent and know that he is god you know sometimes we are silent from outside but inside we are screaming to bring that 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 calmness allowing holy spirit to work in us and that's what i teach how to calm yourself in the presence of god just shut up I'm telling your mind to shut up it's difficult initially people find they they get distracted and as soon as they close their eyes they're thinking about the things that need they need to be doing mm-hmm. and you know places they need to be going and feeling sorry for the things they did or like you know living either in depression or in in stress now depression is a result of things you have done and resu- uh, stress is a a fear of things that are going to we think are going to happen which way, which may never happen so so people get confused and they get anxious and they they are not there where god comes and speaks to them starts talking to them so it's it's so important to to you know just 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 calm yourself in the presence of god be silent and know that he is god and allow him to work in and through you mm-hmm. and that that's what churches don't teach i don't mm-hmm. know why they don't teach that they teach them into more 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 loud loudness that is like you know yeah. maybe worship and maybe word maybe and do all. this and do more yeah and... yeah but they never okay how how do you teach a person to be calm how do you teach a person to to we god is asking be silent and know that i'm god how many silent moments you get in church none <laughs> none and that's why people don't know how to hear the voice of god they may know how to hear the voice of the pastor but they don't know how to hear the voice of god 
and that's why we like you you know you or oh, i used to go to your mother okay you know <laughs> you you just you know hear from god and tell me what's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. and that's what we do most of the time okay let let pastor hear from me do you know why because i think i did that because it was easy yeah. and i think i did it because then i didn't personally have to slow down yeah because i could just still go everything and then when i needed yeah wisdom you yeah. just go to someone else and they'll get the wisdom yeah but that's like i realize now that that is definitely very terrible that's that not is, good at all that is not at all good because god wants to talk to us yeah and his whole whole desire and thing that he want sent his son into this world was was uh, for us to hear his voice mm-hmm. and that's what you know when we're talking about psalms 1 this is this is what he says Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits at the seat of the scornful, but he delights in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Meditation, that word, this meditation, that world is going gaga about right in these days, mm-hmm. in new age and in other religions. I don't know the name, but it started from here. and they are getting you know they they meditate and they get all those like you know so called ideas mm-hmm. from darkness but but what about what about the source this was the source and christians don't meditate their meditation is okay i'm reading the scripture they think this is meditation no it's not he should be leading you he should be telling you what to do he should be leading you into the tri- uh, the processions mm-hmm. of triumph mm-hmm. you know once you win yourself you'll be able to win others That's so we, we if we are not able to win ourselves how can how can we i expect to win someone else you know so that's that's important that we spend time in meditating i i can't help but think to myself that it's no coincidence that we are so busy all the time yep. and it's disguised as i'm being productive i'm mm. doing good things even for the world or yeah. even in ministry absolutely you know i'm going here i'm doing there i'm helping yep. people yep but you're not actually doing what's important what's important for you yeah you know see i was asking this this to to some young christians who are you basically and they were not able to answer the simple question who are you and it's like what do you mean like who am i am i am i am terry or i am i am randeep or i am you know sean or i am <laughs> what do you mean by being randeep if i fall dead over here what would you say mm-hmm. that and that's that's randeep or that's the body of randeep if that's my body then where is randeep and if i ask you you know what what is this mm-hmm. it's my hand <laughs> no, that's your joking. hand it's and me. what's 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 your this that's my nose and if that's your hand if that's your nose that's your eyes that's your yeah face or whatever whatever yeah. then who are you mm-hmm. and people get like oh who am i and it's you know when then god create the, the creation of god like most of the religions eastern religions that people are following these days they they say that you know man is body and spirit the spirit of he spirit lives in the body but when you read bible and you read how god created adam in john uh, sorry genesis uh, 27 it's written like this you know now lord god formed man from dust of the ground breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and adam became a living soul he did not become the spirit there are three things mentioned over the triune god created man in trinity triune body soul and spirit but when he created the man he created him from dust of the ground that became his outer shell breathed into breathed into his nostrils the breath of life which is ruach which we call spirit mm-hmm. 
and man became a living soul a new thing that happened was that there was this red color fluid started flowing in that body that god has created from dust of the ground that was called soul leviticus uh, 17:11 says the life or the soul of uh, man lives in the blood so this this soul has to be transformed into the image of god which is spirit and unless that happens we have given this body which will help us to become like god and why does god not punish you and me immediately when we sin did you sin today terry i did yeah but we were not killed why mm-hmm. because when god looks at that he sees this body and he has hum you know he has grace on the humble and he opposes the proud uh, the proud so when he sees at this body he says oh he's still dust he still you know in this body he needs grace but once that period is over once you are out of this flesh once you die that is all you cannot you cannot undo what it till the time you are alive you have time to change you have time to repent you have time to make right the wrongs that you have done but if you die today then you don't have time mm-hmm. i am a soul living in this body who has a spirit now spirit or is something that will give life to the soul the moment a person dies and is he gives up his spirit the spirit leaves the body and that's how you know that the person is dead you know when jesus died on the cross he gave up his spirit to the lord in your hands i commit my spirit they punctured his rib and found out that water is coming out the soul is gone now the spirit goes the soul has cannot live without the spirit so that's why when he's mentioning in, in if can i read a script one yeah, more script yeah absolutely <laughs> it's second corinthians chapter 3 i'm picking up uh, up from verse 16 but whenever anyone turns to the lord the veil is taken away he's talking about when moses came down from the mountain and his face was glowing and he had to put the, they asked him to put mm-hmm. cover his face with the veil now 17th verse says now, law, now the lord is spirit and wherever the spirit of the lord is there is freedom and we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the lord's glory are being transformed into his image which is ever increasing glory with come from which comes from the lord who is the spirit so we've been transformed into the same image of god who is spirit we are being transformed we means the soul is being transformed into the spirit body is not being transformed into the spirit but soul is being transformed into the spirit and once that happens second corinthians uh, you know uh, first corinthians uh, chapter 15 verse 50 onwards it says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of god so on earth if you have to live you need a body in heaven body is not required only spirit can enter even soul cannot enter mm-hmm. so so that's why it's so important that we need to meditate and we because the only way you can connect with god is the spirit that is in you the ruach that is in you mm-hmm. the breath that you you mm-hmm. inhale and exhale through that you 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 get connected to the supreme spirit that is god because god is spirit that's the only way he communicates through you to through he to you mm-hmm. through his mm-hmm. spirit mm-hmm. so unless you are you know how to how to communicate with god through the spirit that is within you you cannot be transformed your soul will never be transformed so that's what we teach in meditation that meditation according to the word of god how to get connected with god how where you don't depend on anything else now see the word of god this bible this will prepare you 
to know the voice of God. Once you know how to identify, you recognize the voice of God, the God will start talking to you. This is a beginning. That is when you start hearing him, when he is asking Terry, go and pray for the neighbor. I want him to be healed. Go, go and help that person. I want you to bless him and I will bless you in return. So those things start happening when, when you know it's God. I'm not confused when God speaks to me and he rebukes me so many times. I get a rebuke from him now and then because I'm not doing what he's asking me to do and that's what he does and he does not kill you. His, in his rebuke, he'll not just come and kill you. With, you know, He's a compassionate God. He's a merciful God. He'll tell you, Randeep, this is not, this is not right. You should not be doing this. Right? He speaks to him as I'm speaking to you. But I know it's him, not me. Because I have, I have trained myself to hear his voice. And I know who is he who talks to me. 